The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Happy Sale Week. It is the biggest sale week of the year. And the Skinny Confidential is on board because it's our biggest and best sale of the year. We do not do a lot of sales ever. I feel like we do two, maybe three a year. That's it. And this sale is definitely our biggest and best. You get 25% off individual products and 30% off kits. This is insane, you guys. We never include kits in the offer. So you can go on shopskinnyconfidential.com and you can literally get all the kits for 30% off. The kit that I would recommend, the one that does the best on our site, is the Instant Facelift Kit. And it comes with the ice roller the iconic ice roller, the best ice roller on the planet, pink balls, and that's going to facial massage your face. It's going to sculpt, it's going to chisel, and then our depuffing oil. That to me is like the amazing kit. We also have a sleepover kit, a shaveette kit, an iconic kit, and a chisel kit. All different kinds of kits for you. And here's the deal. If I were you guys, I would go on there and I would stock up for Christmas. Literally go buy a bunch of kits, have them stacked in your closet. You can wrap them in pink. So you're ready to go for the holidays. 25% off individual products, 30% off kits. It goes live on Friday, 1125. But if you want early access right now, simply subscribe to our email. So again, if you want early access, all you have to do is subscribe to our email. Simply go to shopskinnyconfidential.com and you'll see that box. And if you simply want to just wait to shop, it goes live on Black Friday. So set your alarm right now. You do not want to miss this sale shopskinnyconfidential.com. As you know, I'm a guinea pig and I try all different kinds of potions. Some I like, some I don't like, but one that I've been using and implementing into my routine is collagen. But I wanted a very specific collagen because here's the deal. You've got to look at the ingredients and this specific one by Live Conscious and it's called Beyond Collagen. And what I like about it is it's actually supercharged with vitamin C and it contains 20 amino acids. And with that mixture, it helps your body produce more collagen and biotin for enhanced hair and nail growth. And I'll just take a quick scoop, put it in my water with a couple other things like lemon, ginger, chlorophyll. I'll froth it and I'll drink it down. I really got into this when I was in Cabo. I was doing it every single morning. Some people put their Beyond Collagen in coffee, but I just like it in water. The reason that this collagen is superior is because it is naturally sourced from grass-fed, wild-caught fish, chicken, and eggshell sources. This is going to make a collagen cocktail that benefits the whole entire body. And if you know me on my postpartum journey right now, I am all about the hair growth. I am not screwing around when it comes to my hair. Anyway, coupling clinical science with ancient wisdom, Live Conscious is on a mission to help people feel more connected to themselves, one another, and the earth. And you should know Live Conscious proudly partners with Eden Reforestation Projects, to plant one tree for every purchase. And with your help, they're on track to plant 1 million trees by the end of the year. That is absolutely incredible. Of course, we have a code for you. For a limited time, get your next purchase of Beyond Collagen with an exclusive 15% off for TSC listeners only. Just go to weliveconscious.com slash skinny or use promo code skinny anywhere on the site. Again, that's weliveconscious.com slash skinny. You get an extra 15% off. That's on top of their standard savings. Valid for Beyond Collagen, as well as their entire line of 23 unique offerings designed to balance your mind, your body, and your spirit. 
She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. So I had him on my podcast. I was like, he's got a really good personality. He comes from a good family. He's super like charming and well-spoken and he's smart. Who can I set him up with? And then I was messaging producers being like, you got to make this guy The Bachelor. He walked out of my podcast, called his mom and said, I just met my future wife. And I called the producers being like, you need to make him The Bachelor. So then he sent me a picture of a girl. He's like, this girl really wants to take me on a date. Should I go on a date with her? And I was like, no. And then that was the moment I realized, oh, I think I like him more than just a friend. Caitlin Bristow is back on the skinny confidential him and her show. She has been on the show twice before because she knows how to podcast, which is so nice. It's so much fun podcasting with a podcast host because they just really understand the medium. If you want to go back and listen to her two previous episodes, she was on episode 68 and 184. You should also know we have been on her podcast too. So go check that out. Caitlin Bristow is one of the most popular Bachelor finalists and controversial bachelorettes, which I love. She is an entrepreneur. She has a scrunchie line called Do Edit. She also has a wine label called Spade and Sparrows, which I tried on this episode and it was delicious. The rosé, which I tried on this episode and it was so crisp and delicious. She also is the host of Off the Vine, a very popular podcast, and she lives in Nashville with her fiance, Jason, and their two golden retrievers. Caitlin's super approachable, and she opens up in this episode. We talk about all the things. Honestly, I don't know what we didn't talk about. So on that note, let's welcome Caitlin Bristow back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show, for her third appearance. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. We're back with Caitlin in studio. The last time we podcast with you was when, Michael? Well, I, I pulled it up because I was curious. It, we haven't seen you since 2019, April. That was before we had kids. Now we have two. Now you have two. Yeah, a lot yeah. has happened since yeah. I saw you both. Where were you? Okay. where? Why didn't you show up to the birth? Where, like I was waiting for you right, patiently. I'm telling you that maybe not the birth, but the showers that you threw <laughs> oh, were... God. Shower. I shower. have to show, a, uh, throw a sip and see. No, he's done. He's no, done. no, no, he's we're not done. done. He's not she done. she he's did done. enough showers and things for the first one. I'm like, that's you used it up for any other future child. No. I mean, it really set the bar. I was like, oh, you know, when I have a kid, they're... I'm going to like give them a smash cake on their first birthday. Like they're not going to remember it. And then everyone looked at me. They're like, you are not going to. You're going to throw like a circus parade around your neighborhood. Like you're and I was like, yeah, you're right. I am going to. And also it's a moment to drink wine. Yeah, you're right. I I will take any opportunity to drink wine. It's such a moment. It is a moment. Last time you were on our podcast, I was blacked out drunk from the night before. (laughs) I was I think that is probably going to go down in history as one of my most hungover days of my life. I mean, you did not look hungover. I just kept staring at your glowing skin and you're like 20 number 27 lashes that used to wear the wispies. I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, she doesn't even look hungover. It's not fair. I was hungover. Well, you looked great. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so first question, because you just walked into studio with your best friend who's been working for you for seven years. Yes. Working with you, I should say. Yes. Because my little sister <laughs> works with me, not for me. Mm-hmm. How is that? What's what's the hack? Well, Cleo's the most easygoing, positive, perfect human being on the planet, which <laughs> she's, she's saying no, she really is. 
easiest person that I've ever been around in my whole life. Just very positive and has really brilliant ideas. She's very creative. Just so easy to build a relationship with her. And I feel like she's just always had this vision that aligns with mine. And we've both just wanted the same things. And it's been perfect. So is this after The Bachelor at that you guys start working together? After Bachelor. Bachelor, well, excuse it was, me. It was when I went on The Bachelor. While, when I came off, she was like, you've got a small window of opportunity here. You either sell flat tummy tea for a 15 minutes <laughs> or you build something bigger and say no to a lot of money right now to build something greater in the end. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> what you've done so well that I'm so impressed with, your wine is now in Target, is you've had strategy and intention. Obviously, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Is that something that you feel like has set you apart from other people that have been on the show? Yeah, I think so. I, But I do credit my team for a lot of that because I probably would have done the same thing that they all did and not thought about it because I went from, you know, making... $100 in tips at a restaurant in the day to them being offered crazy amounts of money for a story post that I probably probably something that I would never use. But I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. But I do think thanks to a lot of good people that were behind me telling me like, you don't want to do that if you want to build something greater. And I do think that's a common mistake people make when they come off TV is not thinking about the longevity of a career. Or I feel like they go on with their main intention to get famous or be an influencer yeah. and like people can smell it. I think yeah. what, what's so attractive about you is that you it, it almost it, you, like you have the talent, you have the likability. And I just feel like you didn't have that like desperate energy. With it. Like people just. <laughs> well, thank you, because I was very desperate. No, they no, love your kidding. podcast. Like you're just very personable. Well, thank you for saying that. I feel like when I went on TV, that was my number one goal was to just like not change who I was. Everybody that was my friends and family were they knew who I was like to my core. I'm like very outgoing, quirky, weird. I'm kind of inappropriate. I drink a lot of wine. And I was like, I'm just I just want to be that person. I want to like, you know, I'll always get better as a human being every year and like grow and evolve and mature. But I wanted to like stay true to myself. And my whole family was like, well, we all think you're going to be the drunk girl night one. And you're probably going to get sent home. And I was like, well, if that's my legacy, like I just I just really wanted to stay true to myself. And so throughout that process, I don't know why I found it so easy to do that with all these cameras around and people that I didn't know. But I just it was really important to me. And I just was like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to be who I am. I don't want to come off TV and have my friends and family watch and go, oh, that wasn't you. Like, I really wanted them to watch and be like, God, that's, so that's probably Caitlin. why you found it easy. Because yeah. you were just being yourself. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like it's such a hard thing. I mean, even like it's now you've done a podcast. To try to be someone else. <laughs> well, imagine like even doing a podcast for as long as you have or as long right. as we have. Like if you tried to be someone else for this, it'd be, there's no way. It's true. And and like Lauren said, it's people can smell it from a mile away. I really feel like through an Instagram or podcast, especially because you were talking for that amount of time, people can see through bullshit. And if you're just trying to sell something or if you're just trying to be somebody that you're not, I feel like more now than ever. But when I went on The Bachelor, that's when Instagram just first started to blow up. Like I remember going from women tell all off the stage, went to sleep and woke up with like 300,000 more followers. And I was like, what is this Instagram Damn. thing? What is happening? It was nuts. And and it just kept going and going. And I was the first person in Bachelor Nation world ever to hit one million followers. And I was like, when does it stop? What do I do with this? Because it wasn't a thing then. It wasn't like you could build a career. You couldn't sell things. It wasn't. A, it, I didn't know what was happening. So 
that's probably now people know that you can get followers from it where you can, you know, smell the desperation. But then I was like, what is this? Why are you the most controversial bachelorette? Is that true? You have that title? <laughs> yeah, she has the title. I don't know if I do still. This is what the research says, that you're the most. I mean, I listen, personally, you know, I fucking listen, love that. I'm me, like down for that title. And let oh, me, me tell too. you something about our researchers. They're sitting in a lab somewhere. No. They 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 got all of these Extensive data points. research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what is another thing that makes you intriguing. You're the most controversial bachelorette, they said. I do like that. I will take that title take and it. wear it with pride because I don't know. I think it's because I wasn't what the bachelorette usually is. Like they usually take the girl next door or like your all American sweetheart. And I was, you know, this edgy Canadian who was making like fart jokes and like saying dumb shit all the time. And I was kind of offside and inappropriate. And everyone was like, oh, they'd never make her the bachelorette. She's not like all the other girls. And I think that gave, I don't know, the impression that I was controversial, not to add to it, but I also had sex with more than one person in the fantasy suite and talked about it. And I think that was like, whoa, to, you know, the Bachelor Nation viewers. And I was like, what? why are we not talking about sex? Like, I'm a 29 at the time year old woman. Why would I not talk about sex in a relationship? And I think people were like not used to a bachelorette talking like that. And to be just, I was like, well, that's, isn't that part of a relationship? If I'm going to marry this guy, he better be good and we'll say it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I always <laughs> found the premise of that show kind of strange. Like you're just supposed to get married without trying the goods. I, I mean, Got to test drive the car. Yeah. You know? Maybe a few times. You yeah. test drove the car like too much. I was like, what? Is I had to really be sure. I had to get into every kind of nook and cranny <laughs> no, no, no. and make sure that this is. <laughs> that was enough, is enough, is enough, is enough. <laughs> Listen, I had a few t- analogy. I was checking the windshield wipers. Yeah, I was checking yeah, the blinkers. Yeah. Making was, sure the fluid yeah. was filled up. The was, engine was running. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Break. Question everyone wants to know is discuss the whole Dancing with the Stars thing. Because there was there was there's a timeline of that. Oh, gosh. Yes. Like, go back and discuss. The hell happened with Dancing with the oh, Stars? Yeah, this, Mike, you gotta, Michael now. loves juice. This is this is actually I crazy. I, too, love the juice. Nobody and, ever uh, gives me the juice. So when I get well, a little I'm bit, about I'm about like, to deliver. Right, wine. He loves the rosé. I do hope it. you're thirsty. So when I came off from being the Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars approached me and asked me to come on the show. And this was 2016. And I was like, a dream come true. I grew up dancing. My mom was a professional ballerina. I like dancing was my passion. When I was 26, I had to give up on dancing and I chased a hockey player and I always felt like I was supposed to be a dancer. And so I was like, this is my chance. I'm, I'm going to be a dancer and I'm going to do it. And it, again, it was good money. And I was like, this is so exciting. Signed all the paperwork. And, you know, I'm I'm a rookie in the TV world. I didn't know I had to run it by ABC. I didn't know I was still under a contract. They were going to announce me. I was going to fly out to New York the next morning to go on Good Morning America to be announced. And the creator of The Bachelor said, actually, no, you're not going to do that. I've decided. And I was like, what? And he was like, no, I'm sick of people going on that show for fame after this show. And I was like, yeah, but a lot of The Bachelors have done it. Why Why can't I? They've, I've already agreed to it. Dancing is a passion of mine. And he said, well, Sean should be your passion. Michael is not my passion. Right? Wait, wait, okay. So back up. So this guy, this producer. Sean should be your passion. That's what he said. Meaning like Sean, the, 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 the bachelor. The guy that I was engaged to. Should be over. The guy, the guy that she was engaged to should be her passion. And I said, you have a newborn baby and you run a huge television show. You tell me I can't have more than one passion. And he goes, my answer is no, Caitlin, you're not doing it. And, I, and he said, no. He said, mark my words, nobody from this franchise will do that show again. And I said, okay. And so I cried and I cried and I wrote emails and I 
tried to like let them see how much I like was excited about it. And Sean even wrote them emails being like, I will support her. I'm not like we can make this work. And then after I finished being The Bachelorette, they had Ben Higgins on. And when he was done, they said, do you want your own TV show or do you want to go and Dancing with the Stars? And he picked his own TV show. Nick Vile went on after to be The Bachelor and they said, do you want to go and Dancing with the Stars? He did it. And so then I raised hell on Twitter and I called out the creator of the show. And yeah, it was a whole mess. And then everybody- What happened to that? I mean, is that, I mean- That was pretty much, I mean, Nick went on. And then after that, I can't remember if anyone else went on after that, but it had been a few years, I think. I can't, four? I can't remember if anyone else from Bachelor went on, but people had been rioting for me to go on the show ever since that. So what do you think this guy didn't want you on there so bad for? I don't know, but I think he just... I think that's because everything was kind of going in the direction of people wanting fame after this show. And I think he wanted to keep that under control. And I'll say it for you. I think <laughs> that he he wanted his own control yes. over women. Yes. That's what it sounds like. To and me. that is, I don't know why I'm beating around the bush because that's, I literally said it on Twitter. I've called him out so many times and we're in a better place now. But at the time I was like, he just doesn't like strong opinion, opinionated women who have power and he wanted to keep me small. And I, I, he really did come around. And him and Rob Mills, they were like, okay, you know what? Let's give her this opportunity. We, we held her back and let's give her that chance now. And Let me ask you this for someone who's ignorant. When you <laughs> go on something like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and you sign something like that for people that are wondering, like how long do they have say over what you do? Because yeah. I think that... I mean, listen, they, there is a, a part that they, obviously they play in giving you this massive platform and driving a shitload of attention that maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't have had without the platform, right? right? Like we know that, but like how long do they then kind of control derivatives or rights to your life? So it's a year and then they can have the option to renew it for six months or another year after that. But basically your NDA is lifelong <laughs> for certain things, but like contract to if I could do a show like Two years later, I could have done it when my contract was up, but okay. So this fell into like the, the year window. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So just a timeline. Is this? This is after you. You hosted the Bachelor. This was before that. This is before. So yes. then, how? Did, my question is, how did you go from that and calling him out on Twitter to then hosting the Bachelorette? Well, I think he saw. This guy said, "Oh shit, I'm getting called out on Twitter." <laughs> yeah, I think he saw the maybe the backlash or the power of all of my followers who were like hot water here. I got to make a a left turn strong. (laughs) Crank up the cold water. I am in the hot stuff. Yeah. He literally was like, Oh, you know what? I see the power of her audience and it only helped them. You know what I mean? Like it got all of the people who wanted to see me on. It got them voting for the show. ABC's under their network. They're all in the same family. And then I think they saw how loyal my following has been since I've come off the show. So to bring that audience back to Bachelor World, I think was important to them because, you know, The Bachelor has been on for, gosh, 20, I don't know how many years, 23 years. I think it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy amount of time. And it's hard to keep your audience for that long when you're doing the same format over and over and over again. And I think they wanted to like spice it up. And, you know, they had gotten rid of Chris Harrison, which was a whole controversial thing. But yeah. What happened to him again? Or are we not? Are we not oh, talk about what happened to him? Well, he he made it was it was in the like heat of cancel culture. He definitely fucked up. 
I mean, he definitely did. Oh, he yeah. will say he that. Did, he did fuck up, but they just, they railroaded him quick, huh? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember hearing Is there that. any redemption for him right now? Is he doing anything or you don't know? I don't know. I saw him he at... He was in that moment of time when it was like, we're not taking any chances. Everybody's out. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. gone. I remember that. He, I don't know what, I saw him at Wells and Sarah Hyland's wedding and he didn't, I don't know if he's keeping something hush-hush. I don't know if he has something planned, but I mean, he's doing just fine. <laughs> Hopefully he has his redemption moment that like, I feel like he got canceled and railroaded, but maybe he can have a moment where he redeems himself. You know, people are definitely upset that he's not the host anymore. And a lot of people aren't watching anymore because of that. I really, really liked your season. I think I like certain, I pick and choose different seasons. Like I don't watch every single one. I just pick, it's kind of like housewives, you know, you don't like every single one. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Who do we lo- don't like? Can we just throw someone in the bus, say their season sucked, or are we really like I'm everybody? To, you know what's so funny is I, I've i enjoyed a lot of seasons. There are ones that are more boring than others, but in from Bachelorettes, I can't think of one who I was like, that was a fucking terrible Bachelorette. I can't think of one. Bachelors, I can name a few, but... All right, all right. A little media train, but all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved can- Emily. Emily was my favorite Bachelorette. She's adorable. Yeah. And I loved when Shane Lamas won. Oh, that was back in the Rachel. day. Rachel. Don't date us here, all right? Oh, Talk you know who I one. watched? This is going to date me. Trista. Oh, yeah. I'm going. It's her 50th birthday. Wow. At the end of November. And we're she going. She's great. Yeah. She. Oh, my gosh. And she's just a light. Like, she's amazing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We recently had the holistic psychologist on the podcast, and that was so eye-opening for me and for Michael about the importance of therapy. We talked a lot about trauma and therapy and just how it can help you so much. And I could not be more excited and proud to have BetterHelp Online Therapy as someone who is a sponsor of the show, because this is such an efficient, effective way that's seamless to get therapy online. You don't have to get in the car. You don't have to have gas. You don't even have to have a car. You don't have to go sit in the waiting room. It's not a whole to do. Okay. All you have to do is just get online. You can even use better help online therapy without a video. So if you don't want to see a therapist, you don't have to, which I think is so amazing because some people don't prefer to be on camera. And I totally get that. What I love about this platform is these therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learning productive coping skills. So it's about figuring out the problem, addressing it, and then actually giving you tools to cope, which I think is fantastic. It's definitely like a triangle approach, very much making sure that you have what you need to actually go out into the real world and be effective. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. And the best part, you guys, and this is why I'm so excited about this, is it's affordable. So there's really no excuse not to go to therapy. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist And you should also know if things aren't clicking right away, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It's literally so simple. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless search for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month. You're going to go to betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny. Let me tell you about ZocDoc. 
Okay. So when you book a brunch or you're going to a restaurant, you look at the reviews. But what I noticed was I couldn't find anything that I could go and look at the reviews when I was booking a doctor's appointment. So when I moved to Austin, I was introduced to this incredible app called ZocDoc. And I could see real verified patient reviews to help me find the right doctor in my network in Austin. So instead of going online and like seeing what comes up first because they bought SEO, I could actually see real verified patient reviews and find the right doctor for everyone. And I got to find a pediatrician for Zaza and Towns and a general doctor for Michael and I. I even could find like a holistic doctor, which was awesome. So you should know it's a free app and it takes your insurance, which is so important. And you can find every specialist under the sun. So even if you're trying to straighten your teeth or fix a back, like if your back hurts or you want to get a mole checked out, they have everything covered. It's a mobile app that's as easy to use as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting a delivery to your house. So you can search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. I think this is absolutely incredible, especially because a lot of us moved during the pandemic and you want a good doctor. You're going to go to ZocDoc.com and find the right doctor that's right for you and book an appointment. You can book in person or remotely. You're going to go to ZocDoc.com skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, which we love. That is ZocDoc.com skinny. ZocDoc.com skinny. When did you realize that you were falling for Jason? Like, what was the epiphany moment where you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm falling for Jason. And he was also on this franchise. Yeah, it was definitely not right away, which I've talked about a lot. But it's so I had him on my podcast and I just enjoy I was like, he's got a really good personality. He comes from a good family. He's super like charming and well-spoken and he's smart. But I was like, no bachelor people in my life. Absolutely not. Not dating one. Not because I'm above it, just because I was jaded by it. And so when I podcasted with him, I just kept trying to think of someone in my mind for him to date. Like I wasn't, I was still processing a breakup with Sean. And so I was like, who can I set him up with? What what a great guy. This guy's going to be so good for somebody. Like who can I set him up with? And then I was messaging producers being like, you got to make this guy the bachelor. He walked out of my podcast, called his mom and said, I just met my future wife. And I called the producers being like, you need to make him The Bachelor. Then we just kept talking and he was like helping me with financial goals. And I was helping him figure out Instagram. He was posting where like there was still like black on top and bottom on the Instagram grid. And I was like, "Eh, help me help you. So then he sent me a picture of a girl. He's like, this girl really wants to take me on a date. This was months later. Should I go on a date with her? And I was like, no. And then that was the moment I realized, oh, I think I like him more than just a friend. You I guys, I feel like, someone. too, are like Michael and I, your opposite personality. We're you so seem, opposite. He seems more like Michael, like type A, organized, and you seem more like me, like Must go be with an the incredible flow. guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually talked to you. He is an incredible guy. I like well, there you go. Well. Like, you seem like you, you love having your own business, but you go with the flow. Yeah, very much so. He wouldn't think, he wouldn't agree with that, though. Oh. He wouldn't say I'm go with the flow, but I am. I feel like you're easygoing. I'm the most easygoing. Yeah. So why does he not think that? Because I don't know if I am with his schedule. Like, I don't know if I'm easygoing when it comes to the things that he is. Maybe because he's like so turbo. So turbo. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. What time does he wake up in the morning? 
4 a.m. Oh, come on, Jason. I swear, sometimes it's 3.45 and his brain just starts going. At other times it's 8, but like for them, like he wakes up early, his brain doesn't stop. That's perfect though when you have kids because let me give you a tip. Oh, You want to be that. with someone who wakes up early so mm-hmm. you can sleep in. So like I love when Michael's like, I'm going to wake up at 5.30. I'm like, great. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Go wake up at 5.30. Get all your energy out. Yeah. Let me sleep until 7. It's actually very nice to have them wake up early. But do they, do you hold it against her if she sleeps in? No. no. Okay, great. No, I look at it as like my, like I, if he, he probably he started the same awake. way. Like you, it's like the, the time when like the kids are asleep. Yeah. The dogs are asleep. My wife's asleep. The house is quiet. Nobody's calling me. It's nobody's even, It's yeah. It's the time. It's okay. like that's fair. Nobody's Does there. Jason want you to? Um, I call it emotional residency. Tell me more. Okay. Emotional res- residency is when someone has an emotion. Yeah. So say they're angry about something or they're really excited about something, and they want you to match that emotion. So like if he's super like this morning, we're driving, we're driving to the gym and he's talking like he smoked crack. Well, I've been up for five hours. I haven't. I just meditated. I haven't had coffee yet. I got to get to the gym. I need a minute. Like and he wants to talk about what we're doing in 2024. Yes. How many kids he wants to have? What 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 stock should he? And I'm just like, I can't. That's he wanted me to match his energy. And like, I just can't. Jason doesn't necessarily want me to match his energy. He doesn't care if my energy is there or not. He's talking about that. But that's what it is. Like very much. We had to have a conversation the other day because I'm like you. I need to wake up. I need to have my meditation. I need to have my coffee. I need to like slowly start my day. And I just can't jump into business. And he'll wake up. And one time he was literally in the bath. He loves a bath. He was in the bath and I was in bed and I woke up and I just like, looked at my phone and I had like a checklist from him of like what needs to be done for like work and certain things. And I was like, good morning. Like what? But that's just how his brain goes. Like the turbo is such a perfect word to describe that. And I'm just like, I mean, sometimes I can hit turbo sometimes not a lot, but I'm just like, I need to get there eventually. I don't just hit turbo as soon as I wake up and he does. Well, Lauren thinks uh, that I want her to match my, what is it, emotional residency? No, I just like sometimes <laughs> want to feel like I'm not talking to a dead moth. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I am a dead moth until 1030. It's Learn early, it, learn it trying, live it, love just, it, tattoo I just, it. I want you to blink back and tell me you're no, alive I, in the morning. You know I, what I mean? <laughs> I need my minerals, my vitamins. Like I need, I tell him, I'm like, wake yeah. me up like a cat. It's like a slow process. I don't want to be like, like, like it's cortisol. I I will say that once I really like set him, I don't want to say set him straight, but once I was like, look, I can't do this. I cannot wake up and have a to-do list. I need this. I was like, you do this a lot and I really need you to, then he started like, easing back and like sometimes he'll bring a coffee to the side table of the bed in the morning and I'm like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. He like knows now, bring her a coffee and, you know, everyone thinks I might be a bitch when I wake up, but I'm I'm not. I just need some time and coffee. And he, you know what? Why do we think men are so like in authority if they wake up and they're in like business mode? But if I woke up, did that, I'd be a bitch. I know you can't win. No, can no, you? The, if you the, wake up slow, like it's like it's not good enough. But if you wake yeah. up fast, no, the, the then secret, you're a diva. The yeah. secret is, is that us men 
actually like that check like i need her to check me like that sometimes because mm. i'll sometimes start going off the rail and doing my own thing yeah. you know like they'd have that check like shut up get me the coffee and calm down I'm like oh yeah like okay like yes like reset you know? how hard is like it that. to bring a coffee in bed too why is it every morning it's this it, where is my coffee like it's just so set an alarm yeah just that one extra little step when you make yours make mine too I'm having a rough time with it. Well, guess because guess I've, what? I've made Today I had to FaceTime him to show me how to work the coffee machine. It's so easy. Just literally. <laughs> I don't care if it gets cold. Here's, it's the act. Yes. Here's where. Yeah, okay. If you don't care, it gets cold. Because that's my thing. I, made I don't it care if it gets cold. I'm going to say this on air a hundred times. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Fine. All right. Easy. Fine. <laughs> Good. Everyone wants to know. Do you still talk to Chris? Do you still talk to Nick? And do you still talk to Sean? <laughs> Okay. What if she's like, I'm talking to all of them all the all time. All of them. And I don't want this to be on air. No, I'm just kidding. Chris Harrison, I did not talk to for a minute because I think I, I actually. Souls. Oh, Chris. Oh, I thought you meant Chris Harrison. Okay. Chris Souls. Yes. Only because only if he's like, I wouldn't call him or text him. He was at the same wedding as me. We chatted, but that's pretty much it. Nick, once in a while, sometimes we talk about podcast stuff or like a congratulations on your book launch or you know, Nick, I feel like has this with everybody is a love hate relationship. Like a lot of people can like be like, you're annoying, but we somehow still like you. But I feel like he knows that he knows that. And Sean, I honestly, the we spoke. I, I don't know how long ago, probably years. Like when we broke up, we cut off all communication. And then he texts Cleo <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said this. He texts Cleo and said, hey, uh, finally, this is like two years after we broke up. And he goes, I'm finally unpacking some boxes from our breakup. And it uh, looks like Caitlin forgot to pack my Nintendo. Oh, I know that trick. That's the old, oh, I'm unpacking some boxes and trying to get in with you trick. But why would he text me and say the Nintendo? Because it's it's like a quick, easy way to like get a conversation going. But and I think he genuinely hates me. So I don't know if he was trying to get back in. I think he was just like, maybe he had a product launching and he wanted you to talk about it on the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Guys do uh-huh. do that a lot. Oh, and a guitar. Yeah. Maybe my ex-boyfriend was like, a- did you have that button up that's brown? I'm like, what are you? No. What if this entire time he's like sitting upstairs in an attic painting you every night? <laughs> I'm going to write a Taylor Swift-ish song about how he wanted his Nintendo back, like the scarf. That I mean, that would be a good song. You always got to yeah. leave something behind just in case you need to get back. You did write a song. I did. Tell us about the song. Well, I've I've written four, but I've only released two. I want to release my third. I just haven't got, I don't have time to go record it. And it takes, a, my voice is not like freaking Carrie Underwood. I'm not like a great singer. I can sing. It takes me a lot of voice lessons to like, <laughs> like warm up my vocals and actually have muscle memory to remember how to sing properly. It actually takes me a long time to get there. Then once I get there, I'll record the song, but I just don't have time. But the first song I wrote, I released it after Sean and I went through the breakup and it's called If I'm Being Honest. And it was kind of like a, it was like a song about how I always try and act tough. Like I'm always on Instagram being like, yeah, I'm strong and I'm confident. But it's basically like I'm not always as tough as you think I am. And I have my moments and I drink a lot of wine and blah, blah, blah. But it was just a song about like, well, if I'm being honest, this sucks. Yeah. So what I like about what you've done after these shows is you've created businesses. You've created your wine brand. You have Duetit. Mm-hmm. I pronounced it right, right? You did. Okay. I just want to make sure. because <laughs> You did. No, everybody says dude it, which I actually think is hilarious and I don't mind. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've always looked at it as duetted. So I think okay, I'm, I'm glad that I pronounced it right. You did. And you also, you're writing songs. Like you're also very active on social media. How are you? Moving? And you've kept a podcast for years now. Yeah. yeah. And your podcast crushes it. So Thank how you. have you managed to balance all of that? And what is the strategy moving forward since there isn't this show that you can sort of use the platform on? Yeah. I have thought about this so many times. Like, does being on TV keep me relevant or like, am I at a place now where I can just keep going on my own with my businesses and focus on those instead of trying to do other things to keep me in this one place? But I have had so many burnouts and meltdowns and I sometimes don't know how I do all of this because there are times when I'm just like, I get, I get really bad hormonal depression. Like I can't get up out of bed. I'm like in tears. I'm like really crippled with anxiety and those are the times where I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing this and I don't know how I can do it or keep going. And there are times where I'm like, I, I should just stop. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm literally like the Energizer Bunny. I'm like, why am I not doing anything? Let me go get on a plane and go somewhere and work. And let's. why is this not happening in this? And I get all creative. It's literally like depending on the cycle of my period. It's bizarre. So I've just kind of learned to kind of be really in tune with my body of what phases I'm in in my month and when I am like the most creative, when I need to rest, when I need to work, when I'm like... It's crazy how much that can help. So I feel like I'm more in tune with where I'm at in my days and my life and how I'm feeling. And that helps me be on track. Having an incredible team really helps me because they kind of pick up the pieces when I fall apart. But I just think I've realized like all growing up, I thought I was not lazy, but I thought like I didn't have any goals. I was like, why have I not gone to school? Why am I chasing a hockey player? Why am I just like doing things for other people and nothing for myself. And then once I had this platform, I didn't even realize how much of an entrepreneur I was or wanted to be. And I just love working. Like, I never thought I would say that, but it's because I was never doing something that I love to do. And now I'm like, I love it. I love podcasting. I love getting on every single call with target wine buyers and the distributors and meeting new people and learning about the wine business and creating products for do edit and I just love everything I'm doing. So I think that helps to be able to keep going and not burn out. But I do burn out at least once a month. When you burn out, what do you do? I throw my phone in the gutter. Mm. I just cry a lot. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just curl up in a ball. Cleo could probably say, yeah, I'll sleep and cr I'll just cry and sleep through like a few days. And then I'm perfectly fine again. I feel like when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have those moments where you recharge. Mm. I, I'm reading this book. It's like Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of, it. It, one of them is like, it's, and I'm going to like flub it, but it's you, you have to know when to step back and stop so mm -hmm. you can recharge to be even more turbo. Yes. I have always done that without realizing it. I always just thought, I thought like I was failing when I took those step back steps back and like rested. I was like, why am I needing to do this? Like, I hate that hustle culture. I feel like you're so right. You need to take that step back. And I always did, but I always felt guilty about it. Now I give myself complete permission to lay in bed for days, cry it out. And then I find that I'm like, oh, I that's think, all I needed. I think the difficulty with being an entrepreneur and I think about like school like this is, you know, you go through school and you have a project and once the project's over, it's done and it's mm -hmm. complete and you're kind of like, that's finished. And I think the difficulty when you're an entrepreneur and, and I correlate entrepreneur as, as opposed to working at a company or someone because you never really have the moment where it's like, oh, that's done and I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Like it, and, and the yeah. reason being is like, 
this this entity is kind of like living and breathing and going and going and going. And if you stop, like at some, it, it just dies. And if it yeah. dies, there's other people that are in that entity that are affected by it. So it's like, you never really have that. So I think you got to find moments where you're like, kind of like taking breaks and finding time for yourself because there is never like an end point mm-hmm. unless you actually quit. What's true. really helped me is, and I just started doing this and it's been life changing is putting creative blocks on my calendar. So no one can book over those blocks. Uh-huh. Like I'll put writing time or I'll put like Lauren's block creative time because before I was like letting my assistant, like sort of like just put, put wherever she wanted five days a week. Yeah. And the problem with that is, is it's just like, Oh, there's free time. There's free time. But if you block it and create boundaries around it, I think that that makes you more effective. So my assistant actually knows she has my period in her <laughs> calendar. <laughs> And she knows when I'm in certain phases and when to like give me those blocks. Grace. Yes. It's it's my period of grace time. And I I will will try not book like photo shoots or certain things around that because I was like, I know how I function in that time. And it is the smartest thing I've ever done is give myself those few days to recharge. And it's like proven in your body that when you're in certain phases of your cycle, you're more creative. So I'm like, that's my time. All right, if you want to check all the boxes in the morning, I got you. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens in one scoop. <laughs> I'm not even joking. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Okay, so it's like a scoop, okay, that you put. I like to put it in my water. I froth it up. I do it probably... 30 minutes after I do a huge, huge cup of water and I do it on an empty stomach. You don't have to do it on an empty stomach. That's just what I do. Michael does the same. So what this is, is it's this blend of ingredients to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging. And I noticed that it really does do that. I heard about this initially from the greatest of all time, Andrew Huberman. He is a scientist who just knows what he's talking about. And we did a part one and part two with him on this podcast, and he raved about AG1 by Athletic Greens. And then I heard about it through Joe Rogan. Michael wouldn't shut up about it. And a lot of people were saying that the taste was incredible. So I started giving it a try in the morning. I obviously have a huge morning routine. And so this was like something that was just a quick micro habit, easy to implement, And I really, really like it. I'm like I said, mix it in water. I froth it up. Sometimes I'll mix other things in there if I want. And it's absolutely delicious. It tastes so good. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and water every day. Easy. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. I just took the travel packets down to Cabo. They're so easy to travel with. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash skinny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Cheers. There is one thing I have done forever in my nighttime routine, and I had to stop when I was pregnant, which was a bummer, but I am back on it, and that is CBD gummies. Okay, it's like this delicious strawberry-flavored sleep support CBD gummy, and it helps you fall asleep. 
And I swear to God, the second I take one, my body just knows it's time to wind down. So the ones that I like are by Next Evo Naturals, and they have this technology in it that actually helps your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. I also just like a gummy. For me, it's the end of the night. I'm having my magnesium. My red light bulbs are in. I have usually like chimes going. I take my sleep very seriously. And it's nice to have like a sweet gummy, especially the strawberry flavor at night to wind down. I recommend these to all my friends. In fact, I was at dinner the other night with my friend Jeff and we were talking about gummies and I was telling him all about this. I used to be someone who was up until one or two in the morning working. I used to blog that late into the night and then I started to take my sleep routine really seriously and one of the things that I implemented was this delicious strawberry flavored gummy into my routine and now I honestly go to sleep at 10 and it's life-changing. So just to give you a couple facts, most CBD oil found in tinctures, gummies, and capsules achieve between 2 and 10% absorption. That means 90% of what you guys think you're getting is actually wasted. So what Next Evo Naturals did is they scientifically formed to deliver more CBD to your body in a way that it can actually use it. And not only is it better absorption, it also gets to you in the first 30 minutes, which is why I feel like I go to sleep quicker. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code SKINNY at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code SKINNY. I have a prediction. I think that a lot of makeup that we're going to be using in the future is going to contain skincare in it. And I have this prediction because of Clinique. They're ahead of the curve. They're on the pulse. They have this foundation, and it's a serum foundation. It's called Clinique's Even Better Clinical Serum Foundation. And basically what it does is it improves your skin's radiance and skin tone while having coverage of a foundation. So you're doing two things at once. It's like a habit stack situation. So you can work on your hyperpigmentation, which you know is a real problem for me, while you have that makeup coverage on. I think this is genius. I mean, it's really passive multitasking. And this foundation, I had the opportunity to try and it just like plumps the skin while it's having full coverage. So it's free of oil, you should know. It's free of sulfates, it's free of parabens, it's free of fragrance, and it just lays nice on the skin. The other product, if you're gonna pick something up for dark spots from Clinique that I really like and I am all about hyperpigmentation, everything, is Clinique's even better clinical dark spot interrupter. This is something that is so popular, like they can't even keep it on the shelves. So if you have dark spots like me, you know it feels like a very vicious cycle. And as soon as one fades, another dark spot pops up. I mean, I feel like that's my life. So you can actually break the cycle with that with Clinique's even better clinical dark spot interrupter. This powerful serum works on melatonin rich to fair skin and helps visibly correct dark spots, which we love and also acne marks. And it also protects you from future discoloration. Those are the two products that I would recommend from Clinique. All right. So happy holidays to everyone who has hyperpigmentation like me. Get even better clinical dark spot interrupter this holiday season. It's available at Clinique.com. I feel like what is so valuable about doing that and creating space is you get deep work. Mm. Like you, you can take those two hours and you can dive so deep 
and then you can be pulled out of it. Yeah. What do you think has made your Instagram account a place that is so open and real and vulnerable? Because I know I know you started a hashtag. Mm, the real Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Talk about why you did that, if you're still doing that, and how it's been perceived. So I started that because I grew up in the dance community. And my mom, like I said earlier, was a professional ballerina. And I think you get, I mean, we all do it where we do the comparison thing on Instagram and we all think like, well, that girl has the perfect this and she has this and I want this and she's doing this right now and I want that. And we all compare. And I was going down the Instagram suck hole of like comparison. And my whole life I've struggled with body dysmorphia, feeling like I'm not enough, comparing myself to others. I remember standing in a ballet studio in the mirror and being like, okay, let's all compare bodies. And we would stand in a row and be like, okay, I want your boobs. My hips are like this. And we'd stand there and all compare. And I found myself doing that on Instagram. And I was like, I am so sick of this Instagram highlight reel. I'm going to just put like, I'm, like, it felt exhausting to be always putting myself on and done up and filtered. And so I was like, it's fun to do that. It's the same reason I do Botox. I get filler. I color my hair. I put on makeup. I like doing that. But I wanted to mix in something real because I was sick of scrolling on my Instagram and not seeing anything that was relatable. And I kind of pride myself on being relatable. And I was like, well, I'm not showing up like that on Instagram. And so I was like, hey, wait, this is actually what I look like without a filter and without my makeup. And like, this is what I look like most days. And I did like a hashtag real Instagram. And I have been friends with this girl, Erin Trelore, for years. And I used to work like she didn't pay me. It was a non-for-profit organization called Raw Beauty Talks. And she has, you know, struggled on her own journey. And now she helps others with their body image and intuitive eating and just like living a more well-balanced life. And I had worked with her for so long. I was like, why don't I use my platform to help other people with what I've struggled with and with raw beauty talks. And I kind of like opened up that floodgate, which I didn't know so many people were going to respond to. And so many people are like, oh my gosh, thank you for doing this. And I'm like, oh gosh. And then I started loving myself more. I was like, yeah. And by the way, I got cellulite too. And then everyone was like, you do. And I was like, yeah. And then it just kind of turned into this thing. And so, yeah, I still try and do it. I struggle with doing it a lot because sometimes I don't know how much people want it. Like, I was talking to Jonathan Van Ness. I listened to him on your guys' podcast too. I was talking to him about showing your highs and lows on Instagram. And I'm like, do people even want to see your low lows? Like, it's fun to share the highlight reel. Do people want to see the lows? So I try and balance and show some real stuff, talk about real stuff, do the done up stuff, the glam stuff, show, um, you know, more behind the scenes and raw, real footage and stuff. But I was really happy with how the community responded to it because it was like, oh. People loved it. Yeah. And everyone is asking me, this is so crazy. When you tell me you struggle with body dysmorphia, that's wild to me because everyone yeah. asks me how you stay in shape and how you look that's so amazing. So this is this is important conversation, though, because people just look at you and they think, oh, she's slim. She's toned. She doesn't have anything to worry about. And you're here sitting saying that, oh, my God, I used to like measure in mm -hmm. ballet class whose hip was yeah. more tight. Yeah. So everyone wants to know. I have to ask you. Yeah. 
diet, health, fitness. You drink a lot of wine. I do. You, I think you look <laughs> do. fucking amazing. Thank you. I'm in the midst of losing 20 pounds. You got to give us some secrets. Oh, well, you don't need to lose 20 freaking pounds. But I understand that. I mean, I don't understand because I've never had a child. But I can only imagine how you go from your body being a certain way and then it changing so much. And It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I can only imagine. I re- And this is why I took an eight-week intuitive eating course from Raw Beauty that I was just talking about, but that was after I've done a lot of healing work with therapy. I don't l- try and limit myself. Like I, I eat McDonald's once a week. I freaking love McDonald's. What's your order? Number uh, one. Kate, I know this is weird. It's a weird one. No, I want to hear it. I, I like fish fillet. Oh, <sighs> I know. Caitlin, fish fillet. I know. Listen, the fish fillet is. It's bomb. It's fish, I, so, Does Jason put up with the fish fillet in his car? I feel like he's yeah. not a fish fillet kind of guy. He's not, but he'll put <laughs> up with it. I love the fish fillet. No cheese. Add shredded lettuce and extra large fries. Should I try it? It's going to sound good. It's now. so good. The last time I had like a job. I was like I was like fifteen. It yeah. was McDonald's. I crushed McDonald's. I crushed the drive-through. I crushed. Oh, yeah. I swooped a lot. I did the. the There's front something tip. in their soda too. Like what oh, is it's, the, hey, when I found when I worked so there, I got addicted. Like I mean, out because yeah, it's there's something in it. But There's it's, nothing it's better. MSG. It's called than MSG, but you know, <laughs> it's called MSG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cheeseburger, just cheese and meat, happy meal, fries with a small diet coke, and then an extra burger. Oh no! Try the McCaitlin. It's a cheeseburger, and then you put fries on the cheeseburger, and then you take. McChicken sauce, which is mayonnaise, and you put it on the fries that are on the burger, and then you eat it like that. Ugh, it's so good. I'm craving McDonald's. Well, you should go try them at Caitlin. Give us some I'm, health and wellness tips. Oh yeah, okay. There's nothing so, wrong with crushing a number one, or was it number two still two cheeseburger meal? Like nothing wrong when you're two. hungover, feeling a little tired. I think you just have to listen to your body, and I know that sounds so stupid, but I work out. I do probably four times a week. I lift. I try and lift. Actually, like the other day, I was like so proud of myself because I could deadlift 125 or 35 pounds. That's good. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I really like lifting weights. It makes me feel good mentally, physically. I like feeling strong. I try and just overall eat healthy, but I also am like, well, I'm going to have the pasta if I'm out at an Italian restaurant. I'm going to drink the wine. I just try and not beat myself up for it. And I try to not go to the gym based on what I ate. Like, oh, I I ate McDonald's yesterday. I better work out extra hard today because I find that in my body, stress actually does the worst things to me. The worst. That's why I can't do those classes that are like they're yelling at you with the loud music. Like I need to lift weights too and just like walk in between. Like I can't when it's too crazy. It's too much cortisol. I think it's why so many people struggle when there's such a fixation on like body or self or food because you're so stressed that you're Mm -hmm. making it. Even if you're doing all the right things, you're making your, you're whacking your hormones so out of balance that it makes it impossible to get the results you want. It's actually true. I just had someone on my podcast talk about this where it's, like the stress and the cortisone and the hormone levels that go out of whack when you're trying to diet and like going on all these fad diets is actually doing your your body more harm and your body's going to hang on to more of like the fats that you don't want because you're you're not giving yourself the proper nutrition. Oh, my first no. baby all the fir- afterwards all I did was worry and it took mm-hmm. so long and I gained 60 pounds. Well, we all yeah. have those it's friends so where it's long like to fall off. Be- and this one I'm just like trying to be more zen about it. Yeah. It's falling off faster. But you know See? we have those yeah. friends that like they never worry and everything and they're in the greatest shape and they're like what do you do? Like why, why are you like you don't really pay attention to this stuff. How are you in shape? It's probably cuz they don't have the stress and they're just And that a took balance. me a long time to get there. I never I'm I'm luckily never had an eating disorder, but I definitely had disordered eating. So, I like I remember when I moved away from home for the first time. I used to just 
eat whatever the heck I wanted. I danced six days a week. And then when I moved off on my own, I was going to Starbucks in the morning getting like a white mocha frappuccino. I'd have like Eggo waffles for breakfast. I didn't know how to like nourish myself. Yeah, nourish myself. And I gained weight and I'd never gained weight in my life. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I went home and you could tell that people were like, oh, (laughs) like it was like a significant amount. And I remember feeling so much shame around that. And I was like, okay, well, all the things I've been telling myself are true. I am fat and I do look gross. And I started having this disordered eating. And when I was about 26 and completely lost myself around 27 and I was in the worst place of my life, that's when I started doing therapy and working on myself and realizing, well, of course I have this disordered eating. I grew up in this environment and dancing probably a lot. Oh my gosh, a lot of it. And so I still have to, you know, it's a... I think of my body like a, a house. When I bought a house, I thought, oh my gosh, I bought a house. I'm set up for success now. I, and I didn't realize that every month there's going to be a project to do or you have to main, like there's maintenance somewhere and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad and things fall apart and you have to put it back together. And then I was like, okay, my body is my home. Sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'll start grabbing like barely like skin and then I'll go stop it, Caitlin. Like, you know what these thoughts are. Now I have the tools to like stop myself, bring myself back to reality and not go down a suck hole of all these thoughts and feelings. And I just think like every day is different. There's going to be something to work on either mentally or physically or whatever I'm feeling. There, it's always going to be an ongoing project. I'll still have to work on myself when I'm 80 years old and thinking about like the wrinkles that are going to be on my face. Like I've I have dysmorphia even in my face. That's why I get Botox. That's why I'm like symmetry is a crazy thing for me. And I want to do and I have to reel myself in a lot of times when this happens to me, because otherwise I can go to a very dark place. Also, I think sometimes when you fix one thing, then it actually makes the other thing stand out more, which is so crazy. One thousand percent. I have noticed that I I there's things on my body that I used to fixate on, which now they don't even bother me, but I found something else. Right. And then if I fix that, it'll be something else. And I've done that. And people give me shit all the time for my face looking botched. And I, you know, you I guys, get the plastic in person, shit all the time. And on Instagram too. But in person, your face does not, anyone that says your face looks botched can suck a dick. Your, your face does not look botched. You look beautiful. Well, thank you. You look young. You look youthful. Thank you. You're glowing. I feel young and youthful. What are you working on? You're in Nashville, correct? Yeah. What are you and Jason working on? Your wine is in Target yes. in Austin and anywhere else? It's in Texas, all of Texas. That is so cool, you guys. Yeah, I'm and, very excited. Yeah, tell us all the things that you're doing right now. What's what's happening for you? So we're trying to get the wine everywhere. I want it in all Targets everywhere. It's going to be rolling out in Florida soon. And then you can get it online as well. And there's a lot of gr- um, grocery stores, liquor stores, like, there's ones in Nashville. There's ones all over the place that carry it. You can just go to our website, spadeandsparrows.com and type in where you live and see if our wine's there. But you can get it all online. I just really, I've been the most proud of the wine lately. I feel like, I don't know, it's just something, I, like when people try it, I don't have one little doubt in my mind that they won't say like, that's the best rosé I've ever had. I'm obsessed with it. And I just feel like everyone that goes to Target to buy it, they're like, oh, I heard about Caitlin's wine. And I think a lot of people would probably think it's probably shitty wine. <laughs> I would if somebody came off, you know, a TV show and all of a sudden had wine. I'd be like, it's probably not that good. I have all the confidence in the world that you'll like the wine. And I've just worked really hard at getting it into Target and into these stores. And it's so fun. How do you drink so much wine and not get hungover? I get hungover. Our, okay, so our wine specifically all has really low sugar. Okay. And 
Love um, to hear it. Yes. Low sugar, the rosé and the white have low sugar, low calorie, low alcohol. And that actually helps significantly. Like I could drink a bottle of the wine and not have a hangover in the morning. No way. Swear to you. I swear to you. I'm going to do a test. Okay. If I drink a bottle of this rosé and don't have a hangover. Do you get a a hungover easily? I literally will get hungover off three sips. No! I get hungover so easily. I don't know if it's postpartum. Mm. Like okay, in we'll try. Maybe start with a glass. Maybe don't have the whole bottle if you get hungover. Listen, no, I, I like to. I like. I like a glass of wine. I like a tequila. I like to okay. drink. I'm just saying. Like I don't know what it is with me. I can feel it the next That's morning. That's terrible. I. I am <laughs> like an anomaly. I don't get hungover rarely ever. But I think it's because I drink a lot of wine. Like my body's like I feel hungover if I don't drink. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so weird. Caitlin, we're going on your podcast. Where can everyone find your podcast? (laughs) You, all the things, where can they shop? Well, I mean, I have that link tree in my bio on my Instagram. I feel like you can find everything there. But my Instagram is just Caitlin Bristow. Same with TikTok, Twitter, all of the things. But spadeandsparrows.com, do edit. And then my podcast is Off the Vine and Grape Therapy. And it comes out Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's where we find podcasts. Do you want to do ah. a do edit giveaway? Yeah. Okay. I'd ma- love to. I don't know if we can send wine, but. Well, it depends what state they're in. If they're depends in Utah, on- no. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't enter if you're in Utah. Can we're- you give away wine? Oh. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Well, let's, we'll we're going to do a okay. Caitlin a, a basket. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would love that. Oh, so all you have to do is follow at Caitlin Bristow. Okay. And Spade and Sparrows and do edit. Okay. <laughs> follow all those. <laughs> And tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. We are going on Caitlin's podcast right now. So you guys have to go listen to that. If you want to get vintage, you can go back and listen to Caitlin, Michael and I when I was blacked out hungover in 2020. (laughs) I want to go back and listen to that. And then we also we did an interview like so, so vintage at podcast one. You were 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 on episode 68 of ours back in 2017. It was and I remember because we just left podcast one and you just joined and we did it, I think, remote or something. Wait, I did your guys's podcast from my car after I was on The Bachelorette. Like really shortly after I was on The Bachelorette, I was sitting waiting for my sushi and did your podcast. And I remember being like, what is a podcast? And you asked me, you said, what do you do for your skincare? And I was like, huh? And And then I asked you in my book, too. Yes. And I went, do people really care? And you're like, they really do. And then I realized if people do care and I started to care. (laughs) See, people care. People care. This is is vintage. So vintage. vintage. We go way back. Caitlin, thank you for coming on. Come back anytime. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, wait, don't go. Make sure you enter the Caitlin Bristow giveaway. She's going to send you some goodies. All you have to do is follow her. She just shared her handle. And then definitely tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you celebrate, happy Thanksgiving. As you know, I'm a guinea pig and I try all different kinds of potions. Some I like some I don't like. But one that I've been using and implementing into my routine is collagen. But I wanted a very specific collagen because here's the deal. you got to look at the ingredients. And this specific one by Live Conscious, and it's called Beyond Collagen. And what I like about it is it's actually supercharged with vitamin C and it contains 20 amino acids. And with that mixture, it helps your body produce more collagen and biotin for enhanced hair and nail growth. And I'll just take a quick scoop, put it in my water with a couple other things like lemon, ginger, chlorophyll, 
I'll froth it and I'll drink it down. I really got into this when I was in Cabo. I was doing it every single morning. Some people put their Beyond Collagen in coffee, but I just like it in water. The reason that this collagen is superior is because it is naturally sourced from grass-fed, wild-caught fish, chicken, and eggshell sources. This is going to make a collagen cocktail that benefits the whole entire body. And if you know me on my postpartum journey right now, I am all about the hair growth. I am not screwing around when it comes to my hair. Anyway, coupling clinical science with ancient wisdom, Live Conscious is on a mission to help people feel more connected to themselves, one another, and the earth. And you should know Live Conscious proudly partners with Eden Reforestation Projects to plant one tree for every purchase. And with your help, they're on track to plant 1 million trees by the end of the year. That is absolutely incredible. Of course, we have a code for you. For a limited time, get your next purchase of Beyond Collagen with an exclusive 15% off for TSC listeners only. Just go to weliveconscious.com slash skinny or use promo code skinny anywhere on the site. Again, that's weliveconscious.com slash skinny. You get an extra 15% off. That's on top of their standard savings. Valid for Beyond Collagen, as well as their entire line of 23 unique offerings designed to balance your mind, your body, and your spirit. 